0: Welcome in to another episode of collective knowledge. I'm your host Shane Barrett. You can find me on Twitter at FFShaneB. And joining me tonight for our 15th episode, crazy we've made it to 15 already, is a writer for Dynasty Pros and the IDP guys. So if you're keeping track, that's two IDP guys in a row. Uh, And it is the fantasy ladder or Steve, if you know him well enough. Steve, how you doing tonight, buddy? doing really good how are you i'm doing all right man uh it's the end of the week so if you uh, have ever had a sales career you know I've, i'm under a little bit of pressure to uh to perform this week but other than that it's going pretty well um so yeah life's life's great how about you
1: Good, Uh, just very busy, Uh, just a lot of good stress uh, is what I call it, just with family and now being involved more in the fantasy football community. It's like a fun little thing I do on the side and on top of my normal 40-hour work week. So, you know, just a lot of good stress, but a lot of work at the same time.
0: Margins are thin, but can't can't complain overall. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as usually happens around this time in the show, got to pay the bills. So we'll do a quick ad read and that is for Thrive Fantasy. So come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this football season. Thrive is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. You choose 10 out of 20 available player props. They have other game modes too that are pretty fun, like versus. So you pick, uh, Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr, and Derek Carr has like a 30-yard bonus um, to give him kind of to make it even. So then you got to pick who's going to score more or who's going to have more yards. So you choose those props. Each prop is assigned a point value based on the over or the under and how likely it is to hit. The more points it is, or the the more likely it is, the less points it is. So if you take the over on something that's not likely to hit, you get more points. So you hit the most props. You rack up the most points, and you win a share of the prize pool, and it's really easy to win money. I've won pretty much every week that I've played so far, and I'm up a significant percentage for what I, from what I put in. So you can join me with promo code FFShaneB on the Thrive Fantasy app on the App Store or Play Store or at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. So Steve, you ready to get started? Yes, sir. Awesome. So we'll start with the the first question that I always start off with this. And when was your first fantasy football league?
1: First league began uh, 2005. Okay. So I was a junior in high school at that time. Nice. So I'm now 32. Okay. So 16th year playing. So I've been now been playing for exactly half of my lifetime, which is weird to say. But uh, yeah, so 2005 is when... Is when it all started.
0: (laughs) Very nice. I think that's actually when I started playing as well. Um, I won't age you too much, but I was a little younger than you. Fair enough. (laughs) Not much. Um, So is that first league still going? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think you might be the first, maybe the second person to say that it is still going. So who who kind of makes up that league? Like, is it family? Is it friends? Um, and then what are the league settings for that league?
1: Yeah, so it started as um, basically uh, eight team league, just friends from high school. We just want enough guys to try to uh, fill up just like a minimum league. And then over the years, it has grown and evolved to college friends from where we all kind of dispersed and went to college. Um, so we started as an eight team league it's it is now a 14 team league um so it is a little bit deeper it is like the big one that i do all the prep for you know and everything yeah. else uh i mean every league matters you know but this one's a little bit more than the rest um so yeah it, it is a 14 team uh with, with limited keepers so okay. there's a redraft element but there is also a dynasty element And a dynasty element as well. Uh, We do off-season trading and and things like this. So um, it never really stops, which is great. Uh, We we do do um, auction draft style. So that just adds a little extra um, twist to the keeper element. Because our keeper rules are... Whatever the drafted value was, you take that number, it carries over, but then you have an average of that drafted value with the, like, ECR Ooh. value uh, the next year. So if you, like, really hit on, say, like, Justin Jefferson last year, you only got yeah. him for, like, two bucks or something, and the ECR value had him this year as, like, a, I don't know, a $22 player, well, he's yours for 12 You know what I mean? So you get him for, like, almost half okay. price or something. You know what I mean? Cool. Uh, yeah. so, so there are a lot of nuances that can occur in the draft and trading, you know, during the yeah. season and in the off offseason. Um, you can trade draft dollars and stuff to try to acquire talent. So like last year, real quick story, I traded away a lot of my keeper assets to make a playoff run lost in the first round by less than a point but that's neither here nor there uh so in the off season i was very busy because since i had no really solid keeper options i spent some of my draft budget to try to get some good keepers going into this season so it is just a really fun way of doing it so 14 teams pretty much a standard roster uh we did get over the years but we have changed up a, a lot of the rules so we no longer have um defense, uh, or, or right. kickers. Uh, right. but we added two flex, uh, spots. Nice. So eight bench. So it's very deep, you know, like the, 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 waivers are pretty thin, but you know, if you know what you're doing, the, the, it's never that thin, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's, it's pretty intense. So it's, it's, it's a ton of fun and, uh, just a league full of like apex predator level, like competitors. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's really cutthroat all the time. So it's, it's great.
0: Yeah. Nice. I actually joined a similar league. It sounds like, um, that's now my home league, uh, with Jay Felicio, Jim and Jay. Um, awesome. it's, an, it's a soup ten, but it's 10 teams, Superflex auction keeper. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not doing so hot and I don't want to be lose or be the loser because there is punishment in this league. And, I'm not looking forward to it. So made, made I've made some trades, made one today, um, and hoping that will help turn me around. So, um, nice. All right. So, what are your favorite league settings? So I don't know about you, Steve, but I'm in a lot of leagues, probably too many, right? But if you ask me, I'd probably join another. Um. <laughs> so my question is: is if you're at that point, like you're you're in too many leagues. But you would join one more. What are your perfect settings for that league? What are your favorite settings that you'll be like, yeah, I'm in?
1: Basically, any league that can maximize the engagement and okay. the league wide activity is one that's going to be more appealing to me. Um, really a big fan of Superflex, that just makes so many more trades possible. It uh, just opens the the door to more activity. Uh, for example, like Case Keenum. He was like an afterthought Ooh. until last week. And then, you know, blow half your fab on him to, especially with the bye week situation of last week. It's like, hey, you, you'll take those 12 points. It's better than, you know, taking a shot on, whatever right like some like mm-hmm. ppr upside um running back for for, for example so yeah. any league that can maximize the engagement and activity league wide is one that i'm going to be interested in so i think superflex does that i think um uh let's see but to your point about being in too many leagues at this point, if I were to join another league, it'd be a best ball. Uh, just yeah. so I don't have to spend, you know, three hours a night, uh, which I'll have to do, unfortunately, tonight. Uh, see if I need to add anybody in in my one of 26 leagues. You know what I mean? Uh, so most of them are, are management style. You
0: feel better. I have you beat. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, but, yeah, I completely understand that. Um, I may have a league for you. And I actually am, I, I think I have an opening in that league, so I'll, I'll let you know this offseason. Um, okay. It's very, very intriguing. Um, and it's my favorite kind of league so far. All right, so when did you start making fantasy football content?
1: I started um, in July of 2020. Okay. And... Um, so why then? Uh, yeah, yeah, basically, um, this is for context, right? This is at the height of the pandemic, you know, and, uh, probably the most degree of uncertainty. Uh, at, at this point I was, uh, temporarily furloughed from my day job. So I was like, well, you know, not really sure what's going to happen there. Uh, Really passionate about fantasy football. I feel like I have enough experience that maybe someone out there might care what, what I have to say about it. Um, so I just started to put some stuff out on Twitter. I was kind of familiar with Twitter. I was not familiar with with the um with the whole fantasy football community aspect of, of things. Uh so I just started putting stuff out there and um yeah, so it was mid-July uh 2020. Nice. Just wanted to see where my passion could go, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Like I had nothing um, to lose, you know.
0: Yeah, I love that. I feel like a lot of people started with that. And it's kind of, it's nice to see people sticking with it and continuing to produce content. So I'm happy you're here and happy you found oh. the, the industry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, same. So uh, what was your first piece of content?
1: Uh, the very first thing I posted, which was just like, Let's just throw this out there. See who who gives a crap, you know. Um, I did a mock draft with one of the um, bigger like Instagram accounts that that, that I follow. Uh, he hosted a, a mock draft on Fantasy Pros, and I went through the mock draft. I said uh, to myself. I want to try to draft the best team possible as always. And then just kind of post the results and see, see what happens. So in this particular mock draft, I had like the highest grade of the draft and all these things. So, okay, this is a good place to start. Right. I got like a 96 out of a hundred or whatever. So I just put that out there. And um, from there, just, I got my first, like I'm like, Oh, a little bit of, um, um, you know, excitement there. And then, couple followers here and there, just like smattering. And then what I started doing was like team by team, uh, breakdowns. I just would go through each offense and just say, you know, who the quarterback is, who the running backs are, what, what, what the wide receiver situation is and how I would feel, uh, as them as like my RB one or RB two, is this an offense I want to target or not? Um, so I did enough of those. And then, um, that, sort of got uh, the attention of the writers at uh, Dynasty pros. and then that turned into my first uh, article series. I just went through like the whole league uh, division by division and sprinkled in some like other elements of things I want to include like like well, what would I call my uh, ladder picks right or like my guys yeah so like last year would have been like I don't know uh, the one that didn't uh, work out so well was like Zach Ertz or whatever right so yeah. like I would going through the Eagles I would say you know, uh, whoever, 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 and then Zach Ertz, who's a ladder pick. And this is why, this is why. Um, so yeah, so that was just something I just kind of just did like threads and then that turned into, um, an, an article series eventually. Awesome.
0: So, yeah. That's really cool. Um, next off season, once we get to who your favorite team is, um, I'll have to have you on for your division breakdown. Cause I do a, I, I started an article series that sounds kind of like yours, but, just different enough, but I think it'd be cool to have your perspective on there for your, your team's division. So um, we'll get that on the calendar for next off season. That sounds great. Um, so then uh, next question is what is your favorite thing about the fantasy football community?
1: Yeah. So uh, just, this is very easy. It's just the actual friendships that have come out of it. And it's very weird to say, because I, I, I haven't met hardly anybody, Uh, you know, in, I just know them like through tweets, you know, it's like very bizarre, but, uh, but, but it is true. Uh, You get to know people, you join leagues with people and then it just becomes this like camaraderie. That's just very unique, you know, like like these slow drafts so that that can last, you three, four weeks. You're just in like constant contact with people in the league and it's great, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, yeah, I, I've like, I have like a very real friendships with, with a good handful of people. And um, I have met um, one person who I met, you know, through um, fantasy Twitter. I found out that, that they live in my hometown and we've met up a oh, couple of so. times at like a local um, brewery that, that we both enjoy. So it's just like really, really neat cool. to have that happen, you know, but just the total vastness of the content and perspectives just was really, kind of addicting, you know, it just really sucks you in. And then the actual friendships that can come out of it is just, it, it's, 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 um, very remarkable, you know?
0: Absolutely. Four yeah. of my closest friends came from fantasy Twitter. One of them lives in, uh, Massachusetts. One of them lives in California. One of them lives in England. And then the other one lives in North Carolina and that's you Jay. Go. And so I've actually got to meet Jay and a couple other people from Twitter. So I, I love it. Um yeah. love that answer and love that perspective. So now we're going to stray slightly away from football for just, just a minute. So tell us a little bit about yourself outside of fantasy football. You and I were talking pre-show. So are you, are you married? Do you have kids? What's your day job? Where are you from? Different things like that.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, always lived in Pennsylvania, uh, born, uh, technically in Philadelphia, but always grew up in the suburbs of, of Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, I am married. We, uh, my wife and I celebrated, uh, our 10 year anniversary over the summer, okay. um, right around, uh, Scott fishbowl time. So it was a very okay. exciting time there. And, um, we have two, two boys, a uh, four-year-old and almost uh, a six-year-old and, um, Something else. Uh, I went to Penn State University, so I'm very passionate about Penn State football. Um, just Penn we're, State in general.
0: We're not friends right now.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah I'm just, just kidding.
0: Well, that was a great game. Like, it actually I was a very really good game.
1: Yeah. Game. Yeah, I did see you. You you had a, a a tweet about about the loss, and I was like, uh, that was a tough one. But at least it was a good game, you know. Yeah. And then since then, Penn State has just you know. Not done well, but it is what it is. It's fine. Uh, But yeah, so just Pennsylvania and the Philadelphia area, and um, day job, I, I work as a medical consultant. Cool. I do um, evaluations for people who've been injured at work. So I see what their capabilities are, if they're able to return to work um, in, in, in a certain capacity, or if not, we just want to communicate that to their uh, treating doctor or their lawyer or their employer, whoever, whoever,
0: whoever's yeah. asking for it.
1: So that's so a very unique job.
0: Yeah. Here's a question I have for you. Um, just from my prior experience, do you have to deal with insurance companies? Like, do you personally have to deal with them? Or are you basically just like the guy that does the report and sends it to and gives it to the patient so then they can do whatever they need to? Or do you actually have to deal with insurance companies? Because if you do, I feel for you, man. I, my main role is to like schedule
1: clients and then meet up with them do the actual testing do the report writing i basically just hand that off to my office and they're the ones who has to handle all that mess so down the line there is potential that i could be in that kind of a role right uh but at this time i don't i don't have to do very much with that every now and then i do and that is um rough to uh (laughs) say the least Uh, yeah
0: i uh if anyone's watching and they work for an insurance company, I do apologize, but insurance companies just suck. Like they will try to find whatever reason they can to not pay, and it's really, it's really frustrating. Um, yeah, as someone who who is trying to sell to people that need insurance companies to pay so they can make a livelihood, um, so then they can buy my product. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. But yeah, so. I uh, I'm happy that you don't have to deal with them. Cause like I said, they're a pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, all right. Sure. So last question before we move on to rapid fire, what are your hobbies outside of fantasy football?
1: Does, uh, being a tired dad count as a hobby because That's that, amazing. that is a big one. You know, <laughs> I, I spend most of my time as a tired dad. No, um, I've uh, taken up, um, meat smoking over the last Ooh. couple of years. I actually won a smoker from a Mission Barbecue Father's Day giveaway. Nice. So when I won that, I was like, well, I better learn how to use it, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Um, the last couple of years, I've taken that on a little bit more uh, um, aggressively, I guess you could say, and uh, have been enjoying that um, a lot. You know, it's a it's very rewarding hobby you know because you get to make it and you get to eat it enjoy it you yeah. know if you if you do it right you know what i mean so um yeah so, so that's probably been my number one uh thing i've i've been into you know since having kids i guess it's it can be hard to make time for a ton of things you know yeah. and eventually the, the kids will hopefully enjoy the things you enjoy uh yeah. or you enjoy the things they enjoy you know what i mean so i'm just very open to to that but uh that's probably the the biggest hobby I have at, at the moment. Um, that and just kind of um, involvement in, in the church I go to, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. I enjoy doing that. And um, yeah, so that's what I would say.
0: Awesome. Um, what is your favorite piece of meat you've smoked? That sounds like a really weird question, but it made sense in my head. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, for sure.
1: Uh, the, the, the go-to for me are, are just wings, you know, it, okay, it's just yeah. really simple to do, uh, the least time consuming, easiest to prep and like hardest to, or, or easy or it's the hardest to screw up. Right. Yeah,
0: totally. Um,
1: but the last thing I smoked was, uh, spare ribs. It was my first mm. time trying it. And I just did a very simple method. You can just Google like the three, two, one method. If, if, yeah. if you know what that is, um, and those turned out fantastic so nice even though wings are a pretty safe go-to i I think i gotta say that that the ribs were were probably my favorite
0: Yeah, very cool um there's a show on netflix i can't remember the name of it's like great american barbecue challenge or something like that i don't know if you've watched it but if you've got time which i know as a tired dad doesn't really come v- very often. Um, right. But if you get time, you should go watch it. Cause they, uh, they have like, tw- I think 10 or 12 people from all around the country that get into this barbecue competition. And it was really fun to watch. And I think they're coming out with the second season soon. So um, I have heard but- of
1: it. Um, I haven't seen it myself, um, perhaps in the off season, you know, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, when I have a little bit more time, but um, yeah, that, that, you know, just anything I can do to, to learn what, what people who actually know or who are like more seasoned in, in it can, yeah. can do anything I can do to help uh, perfect the uh, process would, 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 be great, you Absolutely. know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was just like, it was just a fun show to watch. Like they had one episode where they had to like smoke, uh, like roadkill basically. So like, Oh, somebody, somebody got a possum, somebody got a squirrel like all these different random animals and they had to figure out how to smoke them and what recipe they were going to do for them. It was a lot of fun to watch. So, wow. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to rapid fire. Um, And this is really more like, you know, hmm, I'm trying to think of a good, like it's not real rapid fire. Like you can expand on these if you need to, but we'll go a little faster on these. Gotcha. All right, so first question. Oh, rapid fire, excuse me. Favorite NFL team?
1: It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Nice. For for better or worse.
0: <laughs> favorite sport that's not football? Tennis. I actually
1: played a little tennis in college and um, absolutely love the game. Love it. Uh, so favorite, tennis, favorite maybe, maybe tennis that's player? a unique. Um, going to go with Roger Federer. Love it that's a good choice um you can appreciate a lot of what all the pros can do but to me he's just like you know at the top of the list there for me
0: yeah totally uh favorite food
1: really big seafood fan um prefer to get it in like Maryland or Florida mm-hmm. you know yeah. we we're, we're not super we're not too far from the coast so we can still get like decent fish you know yeah but um Love seafood. Uh, another one outside of that would be my wife's uh, homemade mac and cheese. Ooh. Had that a um, couple times when when we were dating and then engaged, and that was just nice reinforcement. Like, oh, this is probably a good decision that I would get married. You know, but uh, really, it just never gets old. It's just it's it's just a phenomenal uh, dish. Yeah,
0: awesome. Okay, so here's the question: Have you had her mac and cheese? with your barbecue.
1: We have every oh. pretty much every time I, I get the smoker out, she'll make that as a side. Nice. So yeah, we we eat pretty good <laughs> for <Nice>. sure.
0: My <laughs> mouth is watering, um, if you can't tell.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: favorite sports movie?
1: You know, this one was really difficult. And the first one that came to mind was Moneyball. Oh, I yeah. um I just really love um screenplays by um aaron sorkin and this one is just and and the weird thing is i've only seen it a couple times and it just hit it just kind of moves me in a a unique way you know but it's really hard not to say like remember the titans really hard not to say the sandlot or angels in the outfield or something but for me i i the first one that came to mind was was um money mall amongst the vast options, uh, for okay. sure. It's a tough one.
0: Nice. I like that. Have you seen Trouble with the Curve? I have not. Okay. So if you like Moneyball, you may like Trouble with the Curve because it's kind of the opposite. Um, oh, interesting. So, like how Moneyball is all like analytics and, uh, and getting people on base and whatnot. Trouble with the Curve is more about like the feel and like the sound and like being able to see it. Um, when it comes to evaluating players. Um, so it's really good. And uh shameless plug, the guy that plays Rodrigo, Rodrigo Sanchez, who is the prospect that I think the Braves end up drafting. I actually worked with him at a taco shop in Birmingham. His name is there you go. nice. Yeah. So um, that's awesome. He's a really cool dude too. So uh, favorite non-sports movie.
1: Uh, it's a breakfast club. It's just uh, from the first time I saw it, it's just, it's really hilarious. It's really, you know, touching and, and very dramatic too. Um, I'm just a sucker for like John Hughes stuff as well, you know? Uh, but, but the Breakfast Club has probably been my favorite movie since like middle school. You know what I mean? Like the first time yeah. I saw it, it's just like, wow, you know? And another, tough one you know what i mean because there's just a lot of good stuff out there but that is is my go-to has been for for a long time (laughs) awesome
0: awesome all right favorite band
1: favorite band is uh the beatles and this is just instant answer for me um grew up in a very beatles happy household uh but you know it wasn't like my dad would like hit my wrist if, we, if I heard like a Rolling Stone song or something, you know what I mean? It wasn't like that at all. Uh, I mean, he, he kind of brought my brother and I up on like Pink Floyd and Jimi Hendrix, a, a yeah. lot of things uh, from, from that era and stuff. But for me, just through and through uh, that, the Beatles are just uh, incredible and was very happy to land in that division for a uh, Scott fishbowl. So nice. uh, that was just perfect. You know, it was great.
0: How are you doing in
1: Scott fishbowl? I I am thankfully uh, three and four, and I say thankfully because okay. I started one and zero, got like a little bit of an ego going, lost four straight, oh. uh, lot of um, injury issues. I mean, I, I can have all the excuses in the world, right? But but there yeah. was a lot of legitimate problems. But uh, <laughs> but I did win uh, two in a row here uh, nice. the last couple of weeks, so doing okay. Now I feel a little bit better about it, but it was just like, man, I did not want this to be my experience with it, but it is for a cause that's bigger than myself, you know, and all this stuff. But, uh, yeah, I at least feel a little bit more respectable with, with a three and four record rather than one and four from two weeks ago.
0: Absolutely. That totally <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so next question is favorite adult beverage. I'm very much uh
1: your typical like IP I, like like uh, you're, you're you're like a um, IPA bro, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> so it's so definitely that that's a good go-to um but I I really don't discriminate, you know, like I really like cabernet wine and gin and tonics and coconut yeah. rum and cokes, you know, stuff like that. So uh, but typically an IPA is is, is the go-to
0: for sure. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm drinking, for those of you that couldn't see, Hot Valley Brewing Company's Cryo Stash Imperial IPA. So it's uh, it's pretty good. I got a little variety pack a couple weeks ago that has nice. this uh, mango IPA, uh, I think a hazy IPA, and then just a traditional IPA. Um, and it, it's all been really good, so.
1: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. This time of year, uh, one that I try to keep an eye out for is what I'm drinking now. It's a Yingling Hershey's Porter. Ooh. So two big Pennsylvania
0: giants yeah.
1: collaborated. Um, and Beautiful. just the smell of it is, is worth the price of the six pack. It just smells <laughs> phenomenal. Um, but it's really great. They, it only comes out this time of year. And it's only the second year that they've been uh, bottling them because, because the okay. first season or the first year came out it was only in certain bars or restaurants yeah. on tap so you had to call the place to see if they still had it So it was it was gone like all the kegs were gone like immediately yeah. so i bet very happy that they're available now uh, to have at home
0: absolutely i yeah. there's a beer like that that i haven't found here and i i see it occasionally back home in birmingham um it's a uh, Jim Beam and Budweiser collaboration. So they age the the Budweiser in Jim Beam barrels for a certain time period. And okay it's really good. Um I I think my former co-host with of the Nightcap makes fun of me for it, but I really like it. Um so and it sounds like something you may like too, based off of that uh Hershey's Porter. Yeah, absolutely. So last well, we still got a few uh next question favorite
1: uh no favorite tv show favorite tv show is uh breaking bad uh again just a big fan of like entertainment tv movies all that but i think just from start to finish it just has it's the most solid tv show the whole way through you know what i mean like some shows they start bad and they or they end bad mm-hmm. this is just yeah. phenomenal the whole way through uh yeah. so i really uh was you know Physically upset when the show was done. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And not too many shows I, I feel that way for. It's like I just wanted more of it. But, you know, I got all the Blu-rays, so I can do that anytime, you know. But still, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love Breaking Bad.
0: Awesome. Love that show. I've watched it a couple times through. Um, gotcha. It's that good. That's right. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Ooh, bless you. Thank you. All right. Last two questions. Favorite defensive player, and you can give me right now all-time – or both if you you're feeling frisky and then gotcha. the last question will be favorite offense all time now or both.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So all time favorite defensive player would be uh Brian Dawkins. Oh, um, just
0: should have you know. seen that coming.
1: Well, you know, it, it's just one of these things uh, at, at the, I would say the height of my like Eagles fandom, like getting into it. He just was like, He's basically uh, a kind of player that I'm glad I never played like professional football because I wouldn't uh-huh. want to be on the same field, you know, with him like, you know, coming down and potentially like knocking the snot out of me. You know what I mean? So I love Brian Dawkins. Um, I guess like a more modern and like, and like Troy Palamalu too is another yeah. one that
0: great selection.
1: You just have to appreciate him. You know, it's yeah. like you know i'm an eagles fan i married a steelers fan and all this stuff so it's like oh, uh, no. so so things get a little interesting on, on sundays but um i can still appreciate what troy Palomalu, you know meant to the game and just the way he plays is just phenomenal you know yeah. uh, you put your biases to the side um favorite offensive player uh i really love russell wilson nice he uh just the efficiency that he can throw the ball with and like the rushing it's like he's just phenomenal i, I just yeah. can't help but 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 love russ um all the little cheesy and corny stuff you know off the field aside it's just unlimited.
0: like limited right yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but like on the field watching him play it's just it's just remarkable so i, I like guys like him i really love debo samuel another yeah. very ver- uh, highly versatile player um yeah. And then another player I really love a lot is, is actually Jason Kelsey. So he's a center, but yeah. dude is just hilarious. And just I a lot of, agree. uh, he's, he's a really good player too, you know, but he's just, he's a, as a personality, he is top notch him. And like Jamal Williams are just so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so a combination of those four players, uh, for sure.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Well, Steve, that wraps up this episode of Collective Knowledge. Thanks so much for coming on. This was a blast. This was definitely one of my favorite episodes so far. So I appreciate you. Um, Before we go, make sure you guys follow Steve at Fantasy Ladder. Um, And then there we go. You got a (laughs) shirt. I love it. Um, And then, Steve, what are you working on or what do you want to plug before we sign off?
1: Yeah, I I well first I appreciate you having me on that this is phenomenal. Um I really appreciate who you are uh you know as someone in the community. You know, you're just really good to a lot of people. So I just really appreciate you having me on and a lot of the stuff you do is is really phenomenal work. So just want to say thank you for that. Um some plugs I do a weekly uh, start sit article for uh, IDP guys uh, for, for offense. So a lot of okay. defensive of uh, articles coming out over there, but, but the, we, we do do offense as well. So I do the weekly start sits over there going through every matchup and I have like, a little tier uh, breakdown of like confidence scale, basically like cool. who can you trust? um who who do you want to start like if you must you know it's kind of a shaky matchup or situation and then who's gonna bust so still a guy who you want on your roster but don't want to throw into your lineup unless you really need to um so i have that coming out every week uh usually on thursdays uh to get it to get it out for the for the thursday game and then with dynasty pros i do a weekly recap of how the uh the uh how each rookie is performing so usually it's like the top performers if like Terrence if like Terrace Marshall gets like one catch for 12 yards on three targets I'm not really going to talk about that there's not a whole lot to say there um, but I try to so highlight
0: probably written a lot about Jamar Chase this year
1: Oh yeah, no, he's, (laughs) and it's great. You know what I mean? It's really awesome to see. And like last year I I did, I did the the, the same series covering Justin Jefferson. I'm like, well, it's not going to get better than this. And here we are, you know, (laughs) it's it's really remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I do, I do like the, the rookie report that comes out uh, each week, usually on like Saturdays, you'll, you'll, you'll see that get uh, um, tweeted out. Um, But yeah, so that's what I'm working on.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. Uh, if you guys like this show, make sure you like and subscribe on our YouTube page, Fantasy Football Collective. You can follow us on Twitter at FF underscore collective. That's K-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V. This will be posted as an audio-only version on the podcast, which is at Fantasy Nightcap. And then you can follow me on Twitter at ff Shane B. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. This has been another episode of Collective Knowledge.